Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Up off the glass and in. Nice possession. 20-20. We're tied. Excellent. Excellent possession for the Cougars. It'll tie it up going into half unless Gardner makes this desperation free. No. It's wide right. End of one half play. Gardner in Mount Blue. Right back where we started in 2020. We'll be back. You're listening to MBR Radio. Introducing Ortho Access. OA Centers for Orthopedics is pleased to announce their new orthopedic walk-in clinic, the first of its kind in Maine. Sprain, strain, or pain? No need for an appointment. Walk on into Ortho Access six days a week. OA's orthopedic specialists will see you Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seriously, no appointment needed. Just walk into Ortho Access, 33 Sewell Street in Portland. Find them online at orthoassociates.com or like them on Facebook. OA. Experience in motion. All aboard! MBR.org! The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team page. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in May. Coming in February, all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard! MBR.org! Isn't it great to know that when you walk in the door to your local Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on quality products and friendly service. Napa people have the knowledge, the resources, and the inventory to get you the parts you need fast and the experience to get it right the first time. So the next time you have a question about anything automotive, stop by Napa and let them show you how Napa know-how can work for you. Faster than you can say, Napa A booster, a PTA leader, Maine Athletic Fundraising is the choice to help you make money. Maine Athletic Fundraising works with both high school and youth programs of all ages to make you the most amount of money in the least amount of time. No risk, no minimums. Mark Smith and his staff will walk you through every step of their plan to help you meet your financial goals. Call them today, 207-468-1759, or check them out online, MaineAthleticFundraising.com. Introducing Ortho Access. OA Centers for Orthopedics is pleased to announce their new orthopedic walk-in clinic, the first of its kind in Maine. Sprain, strain, or pain? No need for an appointment. Walk on into Ortho Access six days a week. OA's orthopedic specialists will see you Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seriously, no appointment needed. Just walk into Ortho Access, 33 Sewell Street in Portland. Find them online at orthoassociates.com or like them on Facebook. OA. Experience in motion. Welcome back. MBR Radio's presentation of the MPA Basketball Tournament 2016 presented by OA, Experience in Motion. Matt Belwell, Callie Oaks here, high above court side of the Augusta Civic Center. First of four today here on MBR Radio. 
like the Gardner, Gardner band. band plays on. And they just rock it right out. They, they bring go. the tubas. <laughs> They're all good. Probably Ties? a flugelhorn in there, too. Mount Blue at one point was one for nine from the field. Yet here we are tied at 20 at yeah. halftime. Yeah, they were down nine to two, and they weathered that storm of threes uh, early on from Gardner. Chadwick hit one. Weymouth hit one. Stevens hit one. Weymouth hit another in the second quarter, but for the most part, Mount Blues played tremendous defense. Gardner only 7 for 28 from the field, 25%. And uh, Mount Blue, uh, not a whole lot better, 5 for 19, but they picked up the pace a little bit. Got the ball inside to Mackenzie Harris. Got the ball inside to LeClaire for a basket. Uh, they started doing some of the things that they want to do, and they got to the line. And not only did they get to the line, they cashed in from the line, 9 for 12. Uh, Dwyron hit 4. She, uh, she and Harris both led Mount Blue with six points apiece. Kane with five, LeClaire with two, and Barker with one. For Gardner, Chadwick with seven, Weymouth with six, Stevens with four, Granholm with two, Mary Toman with one point. Bigger for Toman were her nine rebounds. Gardner with a 21-17 advantage on the boards, and 11 of those were on the offensive glass. Mount Blue's got to shore that up in the second half, but started to get a little better there, and they kind of uh, shared the, the duty there. Olivia Ryan with some key uh, cleanups on the defensive end, along with LeClaire, and along with Dwyron. Both teams doing what they want to do defensively, I think. Uh, Kane was, was pretty well held in check. Mount Blue making that zone tough on Gardner, forcing them to shoot those threes, really. If you look at their score sheet, four threes and only three twos. They didn't succeed at all in getting to the line manner that Mount Blue did, and that's something they will have to look at going into the second half. Absolutely. See, the Lawrence folks starting to mill in here. Anybody going to beat Lawrence? Nah, I, I think if you look at the Lawrence girls and the Valley boys here in Augusta seem to be the sure things if you look at the field. Although, you know, we've seen crazier stuff, but boy, Irving and, and Lewis, that's just a, a hard combination at this point in their career to beat. And we saw them, uh, saw them get upset, I think, their sophomore year first round and uh, by Mesolonsky if I remember correctly no was, was it Mes? yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was Mesolonsky yeah. it was I don't think uh, I think from that day forward they were pretty well uh, said that it was never going to happen again and, uh, it didn't happen last year and it doesn't look like it's likely to happen this year they, they cleaned up in that league just beat everybody by double digits it was the perfect year for Oxford Hills and Edward Little to slide out of having to play Lawrence in the It playoffs. really was, although Lawrence's toughest game, now that you mentioned it, was against Edward Little. It was a two-point game in Auburn. So. While Lawrence dominated everybody in this field, it wouldn't have come as easily in double A. Probably but, not. Probably not, but uh, yeah, they seem to have the this field's number. It'll be interesting on the boys' side in, in, in A North, because you got Hamden that kind of looks the same, same way, but they didn't really tear people up in the regular season. They sort of, sort of seem like they coasted through and were able to nurse some injuries here and there. On the south side, looks like pretty balanced between the likes of Falmouth and Greeley. Cape Elizabeth will stick its nose in there, I'm sure. Usual Br- Brunswick, Brunswick will have something to say. The Brunswick-Ararat uh, matchup in the first round is going to have the mid-coast. will have a team in the semis, and they'll have something to say about it. I saw Brunswick a couple of times there. They're solid. So it's, uh, I think it's it's created some some open some wide open tournaments and some one sided tournaments here. If we look at the AAA split in this first year, we are tied at twenty. We're at the half between Gardner and Mount Blue. 
We'll let you enjoy the sounds of the Gardner Pep Band here at the half. Cougars back on the court. And random Gardner's ambient sounds. For a while. We'll be right back here on NBR Radio. Welcome back. Gardner and Mount Blue tied at 20 here on MBR Radio. All the streams for the games can be found with you want to watch one video, free audio, whatever it is at mbrradio.com. Of course, stay up to date on all the tournament action right at mbr.org. Gardner basketball to start the second half here. They'll be going right to left across the dock. Gardner with it. Lost it out of bounds. Thought for a second they were going to call that off Stevens, but apparently not. It'll remain with Gardner. Granholm looked like she wanted to shoot it. Said takes it up and gets a bucket, but was called for a little walking action first. Turnover, Gardner. I'm going to say nice drive along the baseline, but a little too nice. Would have been really good in the NBA, probably. Absolutely. Not, not here. Could ring it up. Dwyer on down low to Kane with a nice seal, draws the foul. Over the top there of Weymouth. Nice lob pass inside from Dwyer and uh, just the awareness that you see from teammates that have been playing basketball together probably since they were four years old or whatever. Kane shooting two. 
Free throw's good. Gives Mount Blue its first lead. 7.27 remaining in the third quarter. Keen hits the first, misses the second. Mount Blue snags the rebound. Dwyron kept it alive after Harris kept it alive. Harris gets the offensive rebound after Dwyron misses. 20 to 3 to 20. Mackenzie Harris puts Mount Blue up by three. It's a big sequence for Mount Blue. They get the lead and they start showing some strength on the boards, which is one area where they needed to get back from the first half. Shot by Gardner's no good. Harris with a rebound. Mount Blue looks like a different team here to come out Boy, in the second they do. half. Just a lot more confidence. up top. Now to Harris. They flash Eustis through the paint. People are cutting to the basket a lot more aggressively. You can see a little different spring in their step. A little bit more starch going on. Dwaron for three. No good. Rebound. Comes down to Toman. She fell, but she managed to get it into the hands of Weymouth before anything bad happened. Chadwick with the basketball now over the timeline. And then on the flip side... Even when things were going well for Gardner as Mount Blue makes the steal, I, I kind of felt they, they looked like the more tense team. They just seemed to not be settled. Gardner dribbles it through the baseline, kicks it out. Long three-point attempt, no good. LeClaire can't get it to go. Kane with the rebound, blocked. Harris with the offensive rebound, no good. Toman with it, foul be called. It'll be Gardner basketball. of the fouls on. I think it's going to be on Kane, but I can't confirm that. At least until they announce it. I'll actually call it on Eustace. You know, I once wanted one of those those sweatshirts that said get useless in Eustace. I assume they meant the camp, right? That was... I think so, yeah. Those were great. I always wondered what that meant. My other favorite t-shirt is where the hell is Wayne Maine? (laughs) Shot by Gardner, no good. Harris gets it out to Cade. Mount Blue swings it around. McClaire drives yeah, in it's be and called every time. Stopped and started again. And they will not let you do that at this level. Gardner hasn't scored yet here in the second half. The good news for them is Mount Blue's only been able to put up three. A couple of fruitless possessions back to back. 5.30. Even when Gardner was shooting it from three, they weren't shooting the lights out as they take a three there, and it's no good. That's really been the difference in this one is Stevens' three-pointer goes awry. You get it down low for Eustis. And Boom! Swatted by Chadwick. Get that out of here. It's funny when the five-foot-four girl gets swatted by the five-foot-four girl. I mean, the place erupts. Yeah. Just, you don't expect it. Right. <laughs> Steal there by Gardner. Turnover by Mount Blue. They still lead by three, 23 to 20, but we've had another one of those scoring lulls. One of those missed opportunities. If Mount Blue doesn't win this game, they'll kick themselves for this little stretch. They seem to have things in control, but just couldn't convert on a couple of second and third chances at the offensive end. Turned it over a couple of times. Reminds you the Edward Little Boys last night a little bit. Yes. And they had to have a miracle down seven with a minute to go to come back and win that. Mount Blue hoping they don't have to do the same here. There's a turnover. Granholm's pass went awry. 
Kane ends up with the basketball and fouls called on Gardner. The thing you got to love about Caitlin Kane's game is even though she's not lighting it up at the offensive end, the other stuff that she does hasn't betrayed her. She's, she's getting it done defensively, especially here in the second half. If this was like daily fantasy for high school sports. You'd be getting your points in every category. It doesn't have to be points. Like, That's right. You know, Rajon Rondo is almost as valuable as somebody else because he gets the assistant rebound. So with Kane, she does the same thing here. And yep. When you're filling up stat sheets in Augusta, Helps your team win. That was her third steal of the game and her second of this quarter. And uh, she's a big part of the reason Gardner's been off the board. Uh, and we're at the 438 mark. 438 remaining in the third quarter. Mount Blue leads Gardner 23-20. to Mike Gray takes a timeout here for Gardner. They've been given the requisite warning about, hey, this timeout's over. Are we good now? Okay. Mount Blue will inbound right in front of the scorer's table. Harris with it out by the three-point line, down low to Eustace. She does not attempt to turn around and shoot it there. She had no interest in that. Not even a little bit. And rightfully so. Smart decision. Can't say a blamer. Can't say a blamer at all. McLaren gets it over to Eustace, back up to Kane. I like Mount Blue's patience. Even in the first half, even when they were down five... Seven, eight points. They did that. They didn't. They didn't rush things. Gardner with it over by the left elbow, extended now up top to Eustace, who's directing traffic and getting everybody reset. And when you're up by three, it's even easier not to rush things. And when you've held Gardner scoreless for the first four minutes of the third quarter, makes you a lot less impatient. Down low to Harris, kick out. Dwaron stops. Knife's in with the left hand just off the front of the rim. And away goes Gardner. They end up with it. Weymouth with the rebound. Get it down low to Stevens with the left hand off the front of the rim. No good. Harris with the rebound. thing you got to love about Coach Kane's teams is even when they're offensively challenged, which many of his best teams have been over the years, they just do so many other things fundamentally well. And they adjust like crazy at halftime and end mid-game. Kick it out. Kick it back down low to Harris. Off the front of the rim, no good. She gets the offensive rebound after it was tapped there by Eustace. Gardner will get called for a foul. He said Mount Blue had to do a better job rebounding this quarter, 9-3 to three in their favor. It's almost like they listen. Almost like they're paying attention. It's almost like I've, you know, Known Coach Kane for a while, too. <laughs> Shots no good. Gardner on the floor with the rebound. 250 remaining in the third quarter. Cougar fans wanted something to be called there, but no dice. Shot by Gardner is missed. Ball's all over the floor. Kane with it. And they finally called the jump ball. I don't know if this is a point of emphasis or not, but I noticed that a lot of these uh, jump balls over the last couple of days have taken a long time before. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're being a little more uh, patient, you know, which makes for a better game. In my, you know, when you don't see twelve held balls per quarter in a girls' game, it's great. I still wish they just make them jump it up each time. Yeah. That way we can play crisscross in, in every place. It'd be just 
or House of Pain. Either way. Van Halen or whatever you want to do. Pass for Kane is picked off. And Chadwick lays it up with the left hand on the breakaway. 23-22. That Mountain Blue lead is down to one with two minutes remaining in the third quarter. Breaks the drought of six minutes this quarter, and it was in reality longer than that because Gardner was stuck on 20 pretty uh, late three-minute mark of the second quarter, I believe. Down low to Kane. She has the seal and lost the ball. Taken away by Weymouth. They get it up ahead. That'll be Tillman, and Gardner has the lead. Mount Blue's still not shooting the ball well, and it's starting to bite them a little bit. One for ten this quarter. They seem to be not great in the odd-numbered quarters, so if they can keep it close here. Ooh. Foul called on yeah. Chadwick. Yeah, that was just a little bit of contact, <laughs> just enough to get the call there. She's taking off down the court like she was Deion Sanders picking off a pass. Trying to, trying to get out before they took it away from her, but they did. Maybe if I run down to the other end of the court, they won't call it a foul. Maybe they'll huh? forget. Yes. <laughs> Minute 20 remaining in the third quarter. Get down low to Harris, out to Eustace. She goes into the lane, left hand, no good. Rebound, fought for it. Into the hands of Toman. Double dribble. Not blue basketball. Tillman double dribble it on the pass out. You don't see that very often. Mount Blue really struggling. They're, they're now at 20% for the game, 6 for 30. And they're not putting up threes willy-nilly. They're, they're getting the ball to the rack, and it's just not going down. And Kane draws a foul there as... Weymouth runs into her trying to fight around the screen. And once again, this half, the more physical Gardner defense is manifesting itself on the scoreboard where it's in the fall clock where it's now 5-1. to one. Pass in to Kane, to Eustace. Look at run now over to Kane. Eustace. LeClaire had it for a moment. Back up top to Dwyron. 45 seconds. Mount Blue has decided this game's going to be in the 30s at most. They're, they're just going to be patient. Do what they do, and there's foul number six. That is called on Weymouth. One more. Hereafter, they will be in the bonus for the duration. And once again, last in the first court, in the first half. And that's four on Weymouth. Gardner was uh, in foul trouble. It was seven to one. Once again, we're close to being at 7-1 to one here with 41.2 remaining in the third. We marveled early that Weymouth wasn't getting called for many fouls against Kane, and uh, it's caught up with her. Well, we jinxed that. Mount Blue, however, turns it over. Eustace can't hang on to it. As you said, these things have a way of evening out. They always do. Passes down low, but Dwyron blocks it from Toman, who is only able to knock it out of bounds. It's refreshing that Mr. Fleming was allowed to be himself and play last night, though. Now, speaking of jinxing things, it was nice. They let him play basketball. It was good. Hopefully the free Fleming hashtag actually got around. You don't get to see many of those players in this state. I'd like to enjoy them while they're here. Yes. I, I'm an old-fashioned guy yeah, like that. Instead of, like, you know, trying to cut them down at every turn. Gardner almost turns it over. Five seconds. Four seconds. 
Barassa with it. Long shot off the glass. Rolls off. No good. Twenty-four, twenty-three, and to three. We will be right back. You are listening to MBR Radio. Introducing Ortho Access. OA Centers for Orthopedics is pleased to announce their new orthopedic walk-in clinic, the first of its kind in Maine. Sprain, strain, or pain? No need for an appointment. Walk on into Ortho Access six days a week. OA's orthopedic specialists will see you Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seriously, no appointment needed. Just walk into Ortho Access, 33 Sewell Street in Portland. Find them online at orthoassociates.com or like them on Facebook. OA, experience in motion. The sounds of the Gardner High School band bring us back into it here at the Augusta Civic Center. You know what's great about the band? What's great about the band? The greatest thing about the band is the fact that I don't have to play any type of bumper music or anything coming out of breaks or spots. Yeah. They're already playing. They, you, they're, setting the, they're setting the tone. They are the atmosphere, not only of this game, of this arena, of this broadcast. <laughs> they really are. And I'd say that it's, it's full in here. So nobody from Gardner or Mount Blue complaining about the drive over, which is nice. 24, 23. What's Bruce Cooper doing with his hair? I don't. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Gardner shot no good, but they get it back and hit the Stevens. two. Stevens hit it. Had to. I was trying to make sure it wasn't a three. It was not. They're not going to go back to the replay and look either way. So Gardner up by three. Seven thirty-three remaining oh. in the fourth quarter. Caleb Barassa got her the ball and then another steal. Gardner, all sorts of defensive specialties here. Mary Toman's played a nice game. Hasn't supplied much offense for the Tigers, but getting it done rebounding and defense-wise. Barassa, jumper, no good. Rebound, Fafor, into the hands of Harris. Harris is the tallest player on the court. I'm surprised they, they aren't trying to get it down more to her or to Kane because it doesn't look like Gardner has Instead, a lot Instead, she's going to take one from 18 feet. Right, and not hit it. Rebound comes out to Gardner. Looking to get it down low to Stevens. She's going to fire a three. Bang! Uh-oh! Mount Blue takes a timeout. 29-23, Gardner with the lead. 6.50 remaining in the fourth quarter. Kane's going to want to talk it over because, well, there's a lot of stuff to talk over there. I'm not sure. When was the last time Mount Blue scored? Been a long time. Like they the six minute mark. It's it's been eight minutes. We're looking at a nine nothing run here by the Tigers. Twenty three twenty. It was a quick basket from Harris and a free throw from Kane early. Mount Blue has missed a ton since then. They're one and twelve this half. Six for thirty one overall. It is in the teens percentage wise. If your shooting percentage is close to the temperature right now. Things are not going your way. <laughs> You'd be right on that one. Timeout is over.
And, and that will the, be Mount Blue basketball. As we talked about early in the game when Gardner built that lead, when your offense is predicated around threes in a game like this, you hit one, it's huge. It's just an amazing momentum swing. Kane gets it, works a little pick and roll with Harris. Foul will be called there on Toman, and she's like, are you kidding me? Really? One and one now as Harris goes to the line. 29-23, <laughs> Gardner with the lead. Over Mount Blue. Harris hits the first free throw. Mount Blue in the bonus now. Here Ryan Palmer is getting his man bun ready for the second game. Is he getting the man bun ready? Header. That's good. He should. Tighten up that man bun, get ready to go. Harris hits both. Both free throws. 6.35 remaining in the fourth quarter. Four-point lead for Gardner. Looks like Mount Blue's starting with a little trap here. Yeah, it didn't work. Didn't at all as Granholm stepped right through it, laid it up and in. Just like that, it's back up to six. Harris hit a couple of big free throws, but you can't get into basket swapping mode now with the six-point margin. Eustace for three, no good. That's also what they can't do is be hawking up threes. Especially with no feet set or anything like that. Baseball pass, batted around, ends up into the hands of Kane. Fourth steal of the game for Kane. Now the Cougars on the break. Harris can't get it to go. Rush one. Gardner had somebody set. I think she was concerned about getting the offensive foul. Nice play by Emily Eustace to save a layup there. Toman was down low and Eustace knocked it out of bounds. Eustace, the trailer, getting a hand in there at the last second. Otherwise, we're looking at an eight-point lead for Gardner. Foul down low. Cougars have a few to give, so that won't hurt them too much. Foul number 25, Mackenzie Harris. Personal foul number two, team foul number two. Second on Harris. Shot is no good, but the rebound comes down to Granholm, who has come up big here in the fourth quarter. Stevens and Granholm have stepped it up in the fourth quarter as Mount Blue's done a nice job on Chadwick. Others have filled the void. The law offices of Stevens and Granholm. (laughs) How there isn't, yeah, I don't know. Kane, three, no! Front rim, then the front rim again. Chadwick with it, stops off the glass and in. She's getting out of hand now as Chadwick in double digits with 11, and Coach Kane has seen enough. Gardner is up by 10 with 5.18 remaining in the fourth quarter, and yes, with the way these scoring droughts have been going here for Mount Blue, it'll be interesting to see if they can overcome this one. They just don't have the same ability to make it up in big chunks the way Gardner does with the threes. Uh, And they've just not had any success at all shooting from close range. I'm just struggling to make layups. Hey, can I ask you a question? Mm. Just humble opinion. So on Fridays before the tournament, we can start the games at 3 o'clock, right? Well, we can't do it on Wednesday. Or, we can't know, do it we on Thursday? Have, we couldn't have a doubleheader on Thursday with, you know, four games, two girls, two boys. You wouldn't you'd think? I mean, let's be honest. You and I went to school in this state. Is there any school that makes kids go to class on the Friday before April, uh, February vacation? No. Winter Carnival You're building day. snow forts outside right. and, and doing You're playing flag football death-defying in the snow toboggan or... rides, okay? They can start at 3 on Thursday. Yeah, I don't think and it's And they gonna... can get home late. Nobody's going to... I don't think any... Nobody's having a final exam the Friday before no. February vacation. 
So there's my humble opinion that you asked me for. <laughs> you knew you were going to get something. It's weird. It's almost like I know. Yeah. Keep in mind, folks, we don't talk about this stuff. We just no, assume. Just, <laughs> just assume. It just happens. Kane drives in, can't get the shot. Mount Blue can't get the offensive rebound. Gardner ends up with the basketball. 4.45 remaining in the fourth quarter. This one's slipping away in a hurry from the Cougars. Harris had the ball in her hand, lost it. And Toman turns it over. St. Laurent with it, drives in, left, right hand, up and in. Nice play by Leah St. Laurent. It's the first field goal in a long while and only the second of this half for Mount Blue. Down by eight now, 35-27. Mount start taking some chances defensively in the half court here and trap a little bit, although Gardner hasn't had any problem getting through it. Shot rolls around, spins out no good. Toman falls down, no call. Nobody called anything. Except Gardner Ball as it goes off of the Mount Blue player's leg. As Toman just hurled it there. I just let the Gardner fans take it from there. I figured they could tell the story at that point. Heady play by Toman to keep possession. I need to save the majority of my homerism for, you know, Tuesday. That shot there is no good, and that goes out of bounds off of Toman. It'll be Mount Blue basketball. They're down by eight, 357 remaining. Still time, but they got to get on the board. Yeah, three possessions, and in reality, probably four. Most of their offense in this game has come from getting to the line, and then there's a lot of pressure on those free throws that you weren't feeling earlier if you're Mount Blue. Working it around. Up top now, nice shot there by Eustace, but can't get it to go. Gardner brings it back up into the front court. Downloaded Toman, left hand up and in. I don't want to call that the dagger, but it might be. Gets it back to double digits. Mount Blue has to get into forcing it mode here, and that's the one thing they haven't done is force it in this game. Dry run for three, no good. It looked good, but it was short. Then a foul be called on Kane. Trying to tie it up. Mount Blue now 7 for 38. And that's not going to get it done. In February. Not even a little. Probably not going to get it done in December either. Yeah. Probably not going to get it done in summer basketball. I would assume probably not. Definitely not going to get it done down Florida. No. Wide world of sports. None of that. They played well down there. They, they beat did. some teams from other states. You know, we think of Maine as being Maine, but we can we can ball up here. There've been some really good teams that have gone around the country over the last couple of years and done some things. Gardner shot no good. Toman can't get it to go. She tried it with the left hand again. Dwyron back with it, up and in with the left hand. Pretty much uncontested. And Gardner, you can let them can afford to kind of let them get to the basket and give that up. You don't want to stop the clock. You don't want to follow them. Give them more leverage. Gardner will take a timeout. Oh, here comes the Gardner band. We'll shut up for a minute. Let yeah, the Gardner band sure. take it here on NBR Radio.
37-29. Gardner with an eight-point lead. It's now at 10. Chadwick with a pull-up jumper from the post. Lauren Chadwick with a game-high 13. 39-29. Gardner with a lead. Kane looks to fire a three. Hits it straight away. She has nine. That's far below her average, especially lately. Gardner works the round. Gets it up into the front court. Minute 55 remaining. The problem right now is Mount Blue has only been called for two fouls in this half. So every time they foul Gardner, it's not going to do a heck of a lot. It's just going to give them the ball again. So with a minute 40 remaining, be interested to see when Mount Blue starts fouling here because they've still got five to give to get them to the bonus. And there's the first one. Dwyron gets called with that one. That name is a challenge for me. Straight challenge. It's pronounced about four different ways depending on what part of the state you go that's, to. That's, yeah. It's Up in Franklin, Oxford County, it's usually Dwyron. Right. But in other places, it's Doyron. I would just call her Aaron, but unfortunately there are other Aarons, you know, around. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work. Mount Blue having to foul to get Gardner in the bonus. They're doing a lot of it. Well, you can try to force the turnover, which they almost did. Almost did. Chadwick drives through, goes in, right hand down low. Shot is up and in as Weymouth gets it off the pass. Nine-point lead for Gardner. Gardner's just carved up that trap in the fourth quarter, and it's been a complete team effort. All five starters have scored for the Tigers. Kane for three. Hits it. Kane for three. 41-35. Mount Blue down by six. Trying not to go away. It will be a full timeout. After this one, Messalonski-Waterville. Then, after that, there'll be a little break in the action there. Nicomas Hamden, Lawrence Scowhegan. Mount Blue only down by six with a minute one to go. So, you know, EL says it can be done. See if Mount Blue can find a way. You know, people watch the game and say, well, where were those threes from Kane earlier in the game? Well, Gardner was doing a heck of a job defending them up until now. At this point, they're content to concede some shots and let the clock, they're kind of in the prevent. See if it cost them. Talk about the games. Complain about the officials, whatever it is you want to do at MBR.org. Yeah, you can do that. You can complain about the scheduling or scheduling's always a good complain one. Complain about having to drive to a tournament venue. See, nobody really does that. They complain about the people complaining, which is always funny. Or you can complain about having to pay for quarterfinal games that never were on in the past unless they were broadcast by someone that sold their own advertising. (laughs) How about you just come here and watch? Yes. How about you do that? Gardner working it around. And almost going to steal there as Dwyer almost got it, but... She gets called for the foul instead. That'll send Granholm to the line. And Granholm was the one who took it away at the other end. And pretty much put Mount Blue in a spot where they can't get back in this. Even one free throw will make it a three-possession game. Foul is called there as 
Mountain Blue finally gets Gardner to the line for the bonus. They went from one to seven fouls real quick. Zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds. <laughs> like you're describing a 1987 Mazda RX-7 or something. Free throw's no good. Mount Blue and Gardner are all over the floor. Possession arrow goes to Mount Blue. Certainly wasn't describing a Chevy Citation. Obviously, probably thinking three. They don't have to, but they're not in any hurry, which surprises me a little bit. Shot's no good. Rebound comes down to Chadwick. And that should just about do it. Pretty much will. If that was Andrew Fleming, who would have thrown it down for the two-hander instead. Leslie Stevens, with two of her teammates by her side, a three on O, lays it up and in. 43-35. Shot there is no good by Mount Blue. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, and the ball goes out of bounds with one and a half seconds remaining in the ball game. It's like Gardner. As they inbound it and run out the clock, that'll do it. Gardner Tigers 43. Mount Blue 35. Final game for Emily Eustace, Aaron Joyron, Caitlin Kane, Mackenzie Harris, and Olivia Ryan for Mount Blue. Some scoring for you for the Mount Blue Cougars. It's Cassidy Barker with one point, Leah St. Laurent with two, Anna LeClaire with two, Aaron Dwyron with eight, Mackenzie Harris with ten, and Caitlin Kane with the game high 12. Six of those coming very late. On a couple of threes. For Gardner, the five starters did all the scoring. Mary Toman with five and a ton of rebounds. It was Logan Granholm with six. Leo Weymouth with eight. Wesley Stevens with 11. And your leading scorer in the game, Lauren Chadwick with 13. That will do it for this one. We'll let the ambient take it from here. And then we'll come back for the next game as Meselonski battles Waterville. Ryan and Callie will have the call for that one. We'll be right back here on NBR Radio. Enjoy the ambient sounds of the game. All of this presented by OA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.